party. I am not amused. We watched Grandma's Boy last yeah. night. Yo, uh, and it's so fucking stupid. <clears throat> it was so dumb, dude. I'm surprised Madison thought it was as funny as it was. She was she was dying <laughs> in some parts. Like, yeah, there were some parts where I was just like, "Wow, man, why are we watching this movie?" Uh, yo, what's up, everybody? This is Tan. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Groovy Misfits podcast. Uh, I got Bailey here. Yo. <laughs> Quit texting, dog. <laughs> look alive, bro. Hi, dude, I'm balls deep in this text right now. Yeah. Uh, we're, we just sat down. Bailey just got done tattooing a friend, uh, uh, Andrea, and did some stupid 4-4-4 four, 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 four on her hand because she thinks she's tight. Uh, and fine line. Or what'd she say? Fleshy. I wanted it fleshy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean what does that mean uh fleshy we uh we're sitting down eating some uh netflix and chilled uh ben and jerry's which is pretty good huh bailey it's fire it's really good it's super fire i don't think i've actually had this one before. no i've been hunting for it for a while The tonight dough is my go-to the tonight dough is that the jimmy fallon one yeah Yeah. uh Bailey loves ice cream. I love ice cream. Oh, I love sweets. We got some pumpkin so spice much. fritters from QFC that we both were like, yup. To be gone by the morning. Yeah, we were looking at, I was like, dude, I wish you would help me eat some of these uh, and we can like buy them. And then we like scanned through all of them. And then I saw the fritters and we both were just like, yup, instantly. Uh, so we're sitting down where we we have a horror movie on uh, that we're going to watch because we're both horror movie fans and it's fucking spooktober. So uh, we're trying to get get creepy uh the film we have on right now bailey we turn it up a bit actually yeah uh is the strangers uh do you want to explain the do you know the plot of strangers yeah I mean, no no bailey 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 no no turn it down use the soundbar bud it's not on then turn it on i tried earlier what do you mean i mean i tried earlier it wasn't connecting and i want you have to go through all that bullshit i know you know what i mean so yeah yeah so you, skip, gave, so you give up soundbar so you give up basically try and turn it up real quick <laughs> Is that what you do? You're just like, oh, I'll just do the other things. I don't have to do this thing. <laughs> I mean, sound is going to come I out know, I know. one way or another. That's actually fine from the TV. Fuck it, whatever. Yeah. You can turn it on. Uh, I have a Bluetooth sound bar, and Bailey connects to the Bluetooth with his phone, and then it's been kicking out. So he fucking just turns up the TV, and it doesn't sound as good. Oh, yeah. So, Bailey, you want to explain the strangers? Wait, yeah. Did I say I was the donut daddy, and that I love my girlfriend, and that this is the Groovy Misfits podcast, and fucking... I'm literally just like floating through life right now and I'm so thankful for everyone that I have in my life and it's been a blast hanging out with you, Bailey. You're my best friend and the, uh, I always <laughs> Love you, dog. <laughs> I love you too. I was telling Madison today, I was texting her and I was like I was like, I fucking love Bailey to death, but I was like, I can't wait to get back to my regular routine. <laughs> Cause I was I'm like, cold here, bro. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I know you and me my both. My nose is cracking. <laughs> like, bruh, I'm used to like hundred and twelve percent humidity. Seriously, and my I was nose like, is running every day. I was like, I love. It's not a you thing, right? It's not Bailey, because I told her also. I was like, dude, I would fucking. I would. You're the only person other than Madison that I would ever consider living with full time. Yeah, because we've done it together, and just like yeah. it's so easy. We we just so easy. But I was like, low key. Since he's gotten here, I have not stopped moving, laughing, eating talking, donuts. or eating <laughs> since he's gotten here. And I eat. I eat just because I eat. <laughs> you don't even eat that much. 
But uh, I was like, man, I just can't wait to get back to my routine because there's comfort in that. And also, like, I like to fucking have, like, some silence just alone and just, like, vibe out and process. The, I always like to reflect on the week that just yeah. went by. And just, yeah. you know, just think about shit uh, and, and relax and all that and be fat and lazy on the couch with Fred or whatever. So, uh I love you to death, but man, I'm exhausted, too, man. dude. We I just know. we've been doing so much cool shit. Like we really, this trip was way funner than your last trip. Yeah, by by far. Yeah, right. I'm exhausted from like not working ten hours a day. Right, it you have too weird. much too much time on your hands. Yeah, that's why I try and keep you busy. But it feels it feels good. Uh, yeah, and so we're we're wrapping up Bailey's hang. You were here for thirteen days total. Something like that. Yeah. I you mean, got here on the it's first. It's like two weeks, but you spend a fucking day flying here right. and then you spend a day flying back. I would say the sweet spot, 10 days. Yeah. 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 I think 10 days is like a sweet spot. 13 might be a little too long because it's like, okay, I'm ready to get back home or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I want my, you want your routine. I'm t- I know I'm sure t- 13 days on my couch is not tight because this couch sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad It's I not can, the worst it's I'm an easy worst. sleeper man <clears throat> Yeah uh, I, can, I can sleep wherever So We're wrapping up Bailey's trip uh, And it's been so fucking fun dude And uh, he's got to meet A lot of new people uh, And uh, you know uh, We got to meet It just it, Man it's just been so fucking cool uh, And I love having him here So we, we're watching The Strangers Yeah uh, The Yeah Give us the rundown of what it is So <clears throat> Basically this guy proposed to her, and Liv she Tyler. said no. Liv Tyler. Yeah. She said no, and they're going to... Weren't they at like a party or something? Yeah, they're, he, they're he, at a, a different wedding, I believe. Someone else's wedding. No, and yeah. he proposed to her at that wedding? he proposed to her at the wedding. No. Yeah. And she was like, nah, fam. And so they're going He's to... fucking bummed. Yeah, they're, they're going to this the house that they were going to stay at, which was going to be like the engagement kind of basically yeah yeah yeah. his little sweet honeymoon yeah and um god i would do something like that (laughs) i would never propose to someone at someone else's wedding because it's just a dick move yeah but like have it all planned out and just have it all like fucking just this romantic getaway thing there's candles everywhere yeah and like flowers in the tub and she's about to run the tub not engaged yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that would hurt so much dude i would be so bummed yeah He's a better man than me, dude. And obviously, like, they're not going to stay together. Right. You know, like, if, if you propose to someone and they say no, you're like, okay, uh, let me ask again in a year. It's like, right. no, you want to fucking get married. Right. Like, you just crushed me. That's, like, basically saying that I don't want to be with you. I'm so sure it's people like, have recovered. Why? Right? People, but you think about it. Like, someone yeah. is like, okay, maybe not the right time. And that yeah. dude's a savage because he's yeah. like, and, and me? good no, for I'll her saying no shit. instead of saying yes. Yeah. But See, it kind of gives you, right here, it kind of gives oh, you, like, that's a, right. man, I a little so bit long. of a scene, but. It goes from like they're happy and he's like nervous to them like fucking getting into the house and they're both depressed. <laughs> Fuck. So this happens. Uh, that's kind of the start of the movie. Yeah. And then it goes into they're at this house. And Basically being like fucking fucked with by people with masks. Like stalked by is yeah. it three people or two people? It's three. Three. Yeah. Stalked and terrorized. And one of my favorite movies because of the ending. Yeah. Because it's not a happy ending. No. Well, not a happy ending, but they're like, why are you doing this? And they're like, because you were home. Like, yeah, there's no exactly. reason at all why they're doing it. They're right. just fucking doing it. Have you seen Funny Games you before? You answered the door. Funny, Funny games? games? Is that on Netflix? Or? No. It, I mean, you probably find it on Amazon or whatever. I Bro, if you love this movie, 
you would love that fight. It's the same premise. Have you seen the second one of this? No way. Yeah. What? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Is it's it pretty good. good. Is yeah. it really? It's yeah. Is it better than this? Um, in its own way, I yeah. feel like the acting is a little better in the first one. Sure, because it's Liv Tyler. She's actually yeah, like a good yeah, fucking. Yeah. I don't. I think it was all like B rated actors, yeah. you know, in the fucking. Second oh, one. he's but doing it. It was called like Pray at Night but or like, some shit. Yeah, he's doing it. She's like, nah. oh man, nah. he like pulls it out, and he's not even on his fucking knee yet. Yeah, like, just fumbled from the start. <laughs> His blue velvet, not red. Way velvet. to go, Manning! Oh yeah, and then just cuts to her in the sink. Like he didn't even get on his fucking knee. Yeah, no, he's pulling out that fucking tub of ice cream and waxing it. You're right, dude. That would be so yeah. fucking intense to right? like go and sit crushing. there, crushing, and be like, just look at your sadness right in the fucking yeah. face. That like she said no. But like, look at that bedtime like granny gown she's putting on. I'd be like, yeah, she's a. Could big I dude. spend the rest of my life with that granny like gown? I mean, you know. Like what, you're not sleep, sleeping naked. What are you doing? Maybe that's why their relationship's broken, dude. She, she was just like, you know what? I'm She's, I'm all about yeah. my vintage fucking <laughs> slip slippy or whatever the fuck they call it. You wouldn't go to fucking Jammies. Savers with me or Goodwill with me. Oh, oh wow, you're right. That is a pretty old kind of gown. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's yeah. uh, man, that'd be so brutal. I just like this movie because it's so such a chill. Like it starts just so somber and chill yeah. and quiet and sad. And then just ramps up into just pure chaos. It's very intense without like a lot going on. Right. You don't need right. a lot going on for it to it's be. It's a true movie yeah. of like suspense. Yeah. And thrill. Yeah. Without the reet, 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 and, and it's filmed in a one fucking house. Right. Like, you, they didn't need anything. I think I think this was like pre like mask horror movies. Like like obviously there's Jason and Freddie and Chip. And you know how like yeah this came out when I was like still living at Chris's. Yeah, remember the Purge and how they had masks yeah. and that and yeah. there's like a big thing where there's a lot of mass movies, new age like horror movies. This kind of like I think cracked it off. Yeah, that's a good one. It's very subtle. Yeah. Fred's in the crate. Just yeah, scratching, Fred's dude. It's bedtime, he's bud. Digging a hole to China right Golly. now. Golly. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a thing. Everybody, Fred's getting neutered. Uh, coming up here on Wednesday. We're really fucking stoked. Uh, he's not? Yeah, he's not. And he's had, he's had like, nervous guts since I got the call. I was on a wait list uh, with Urban Animal, and they were, like, going to make me wait for, like, a month. Fred was listening on the other line. Yeah, for real. No, when when she called me, I was like, "Oh, you want me to bring him in like right now?" Because like there was a cancellation list, so like I got in on November third, but they were like, "We might call you before then and get him in." And I figured it would because there's only like two people ahead of me, but they were like, "When we call, you gotta like come." And so when they called me, I was right there in front of Fred. I was like, "Oh, you, you you're ready to neuter him now? I'll come right now." <laughs> like, poor guy. Uh, Twenty bucks as he has his shit again. I know, right? Do you think? Yeah. Really? You think that's the scratching? No, I think he yeah. just—he's has a toy in there. Oh, he has a toy. Yeah, so he's just fucking around. Yeah, dude. Uh, man, I mean, what was your? Did you? Do you have any highlights of like your trip? Uh, I mean, I mean, without you know, just like non-specific, but just like anything you enjoyed. What, what did you like this trip more than you liked the last trip, or did you think the last trip was fun? More I don't fun? know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I could really judge judge them like that because i have a good time when i come no matter what right you right. know what i mean it's nice to get away it's nice to just like do things that are out of my daily routine for a little bit yeah and um 
yeah, I guess fucking I could do the same thing every time and still have a good time, you know? Yeah. Like, I think it was cool this time that you came because it was like you had your three years. Yeah. And I think like when I when you told me that, that made me really happy because like we just have with our story and our friendship and everything. That's just like obviously like a commonality and like a thing that we've walked through together and that like we have we're bonded through. And I think it was really important for me when I found that out to like that I was able to spend that with you because it's just like huge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh also for you to celebrate it in, at home, you know, and I, I just every time I'd c- collect time, dude, it was like in that moment, you in that time frame, you get re- I get really nostalgic, and I really just like look back at like my, my I just think about my whole fucking story and everything I've been through, and just get really reflective, and I think it's really poetic that like you got to have your three years back at home, and 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 tell me if like if you've ever thought about like the contrast between like when you were living here and how your life look life looked and then now like look at your trip and you were here for th- two weeks and like all the shit you did and you're like going down south and you're running around you're fucking a perennial tattoo artist a budding tattoo artist you have money you're you know what i'm saying like you have people in your life that love you you fucking it's just it's so fucking cool to weigh the two lives and and see the comparison you know it's definitely different. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it just feels like I, like I finally grew the fuck up. You think? Yeah. Um, Did it seem it, like for a long time that it just is like in impossible to do? Yeah, hundred percent. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, getting sober is like, okay. I my personal opinion, I feel like staying sober is a lot easier than getting sober, mm-hmm. and some people might feel differently about that. But ultimately, like when you're fucking with stuff that hurts to get sober off of you know what i mean <laughs> like it's a, fucking such a hard PC way you, you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> all right when you're withdrawing from fucking heroin yeah, yeah you're you like when you, you when you do you want to die is it when you do stuff <laughs> that hurts when you stop doing it <laughs> yeah. aka, AKA <laughs> when you go through brutal withdrawals exactly dude <laughs> what if you're like in a, if you were at like a fucking treatment center like you know you guys like the stuff you do <laughs> it hurts when you stop doing like it reading a kid's book right? yeah. <laughs> oh that's funny but Keep yeah, going. I mean, what were you saying? I mean, I just I don't know. I feel like it took me uh, longer than it should have to get sober, but uh, ultimately it fucking happened when it was supposed to. You know, exactly. It could have taken longer, and I'm glad it didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, and look at the when you you first did, and then you kind of had a little slip, you know, yeah, whatever, and then and then, and then, and then looking yeah. at that again. Uh, well, before I definitely had reservations. Like, right. You know, I was like, I, oh, I'm a fucking drug addict. Not, yeah. you know, I could fucking. Right. Drink. You know? I love that you actually nice. had that experience. I know that it's like, it's always yeah. kind of rough waters when you're thinking about like, you know, yeah. when you go back out and sometimes it's not guaranteed you come back and all that shit. But like yeah. you, it's cool that you have that, like that perspective or that grasp on, or the awareness. I guess you say like that was the problem Yeah, that you had that. Cause I think that fucks with a lot of people. And like I had, you know, a guy that took me through the work. Like when I first got sober, he was big on that. He's like, what are you holding on to dude? Mm-hmm. And, and at first I was like, well, nothing. I was like, what are you yeah. talking about? But then like he really pressed my line and I would be like, oh, oh, uh, well, if, if I'm sober for a year, that means, you know, I, I you know, I could probably get loaded again because I'm sober for a year. And he was like, huh? uh, he was like, huh? okay. <clears throat> he was like, if you, uh, he's like, how about this? If you work the steps and you give me your all and you fucking like 
commit to this and you give me your all at the end of it if you still want a drink he's like i'll buy you a drink yeah and i was like no way yeah. fucking this dude his i'm not gonna say his name but like this dude will buy me a fucking drink if i like still want to drink after a year i was so stoked i was like that would be so Free fucking drink. Cool. yeah <laughs> and but then then i later i really realized what he was saying is that he yeah you're not gonna want to drink after yeah, a year. He, yeah he was like fucking like big dick energy yeah. like on on that whole thing Pretty of much. like you won't want to yeah because i could have easily just been like Okay, I'm gonna fucking not do shit. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. look at anything. I'm not gonna do any work. I'm well, not gonna try and take grow. a year for a free drink, like. you know that kind of thing. But then like I saw the opposite, and she was like, "Huh, I wonder if I wonder how it'd work." And that was the case. But then I just love that you have that idea because it's like now. I mean, when it comes to reservations, like do, like do you even have anything there? Currently, you know? yeah. I don't. I don't think so. No, I, there, there's usually like thoughts that. <clears throat> well, back back when there was like thoughts that pop would pop into my head, and that's how I knew. That I had the reservations, but now it just feels like I'm just cruising through life without any fucking hiccups or like times where I just like want to kill myself or times I just like want to fucking try this and see how it turns out because ultimately I know how it's gonna end up. Yeah. Because I've tried it already. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Before I went back to heroin, I was like, let's drink, and then I was like, all right, this what was that working. like? Let's do let's do coke, huh? What was that experience like? Because you're in Hawaii, yeah, right? Yeah, was it like more of a party scene? She like going to shows or like was it going to bars? No, or dude, just... I'm a fucking alcoholic, man. Right. It's like fucking smacking, doing smacking. this shit like with as least amount of people as possible. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know, That's... I'm fucking going to work. I'm getting off work. I'm going home, and I'm picking up two Hurricane Forties on the way. Yeah, he's like, I'm like, not an alcoholic. I just party playing by video games until I pass out. Right, you know, and uh... then waking up. And then it just gradually, you know, got worse. It was like, all right, well, now I'm awake. Might as well fucking do a couple lines of Coke and sure. then go to work. Good thing my warehouse manager sells Coke. Let's get some more Coke. Do it at work. Go home. Fucking get a couple 40s, you know, and then it's repeat, and repeat, it just repeat. Grows, dude. And then it grows. And then it's like, fuck cocaine. Like my nose keeps running. Let's smoke let's, some meth. I need you to know? come down yeah. or whatever it may be. Yeah. yeah. And, it's just the, and then it's just like. And then it's like, let's. I'm already doing it. Let's just do what I want to do, which is right. heroin. Like, let's then, just do full blown. And yeah. then you just like, you look Back up to square one. Yeah. It's, I would, that would happen to me every time I would get out of jail. <laughs> I would like try and like moderate and like, I would just try and not, I would try and do enough where I wouldn't get yeah. dope sick. Yeah. But then what would, what would happen? Cause every day I would just, ha- just have enough and I'd be just high enough. Yeah. And then that like seventh day I would not have dope cause yeah. I'd run out of money. And I would be sick And I'd be like Oh I fucked up Because I was never sick Because I always had to dope yeah. <laughs> And the moment it was gone And then that panic kicked in Of like that Running from that Because that's really What heroin addiction is like yeah. You're running from that Fucking yeah. withdrawal Dude, No matter how much you do You're still gonna Obsess over more Yeah and, and it's and it's like Once that panic I The same guy That said that to me At the coffee shop He also would talk About this thing Where he was like He was like Every morning I would wake up and he was like, I would experience like 30 minutes of peace. He's like, I'd wake up. And he was like, all I would know is that within 30 minutes, if I don't get out of bed and start fucking start the grind and the hustle to get money to do all this shit. He was like, my life was going to be sheer terror and chaos because yeah. of the dope sickness. So he's like, I would wake up, still be kind of high. And he was like, I just knew if I didn't get out of bed and move in 30 minutes. And it just like. I felt that I know like when you would say that, like I know what that feels like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And it's just like that terror. Yeah. You know, you'd have the shit ready to go in the morning. Like, right. No well, I would be the guy that's trying like, Oh, save a piece for the morning. <laughs> and then never save the <laughs> no, piece for the morning, no. dude. No, never. Uh, 
but I just I love that you have that perspective, man, of like knowing what the reservations and shit, because I think like that is a big part of it, and it goes with like the mental twist and shit. But I don't know, I, like like I was saying, I think it's like seeing those those like the comparison between where you were yeah. to where you're at now is so fucking like it's so extraordinarily different, and in so many positive ways. Hundred percent. That it's like to me even looking at it. And maybe it's easier for me to see because I know when we think about our own experience, sometimes we're not as like stoked on it. Cause it's like, oh, it's just like whatever it's yeah. me, you know. But by me seeing it, I and you know I me, mean, I'm super emotional. That like I'm just like, holy fuck, dude! Like I see the contrast between it, even when like you were the first time in like your life when you were working at like all like being doing like, stupid jobs. Yeah, you know, just kind of just figuring it out to now. Just on that is just so fucking incredible. And it just, I think it just proves it like the path that you're on is the right path. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's pretty crazy to think about. You never know what your path's going to be. And then, and then finally you figure it out. You're like, oh shit. Right. And then you're on that. You either like it or you don't, you know, it's like, all right, well, I'm going to be a fucking Costco cashier forever because it's got good benefits, you know? That's actually really good. I got lucky, dude. I got fucking, I got introduced to like tattooing six months sober pretty much, you know? And I was just like. I didn't know I was going to be set. I didn't know I was going to be a tattooer. So yeah, and I just stuck with it. I got the right opportunities at the right time. Luck. You know what I mean? Right. Luck is where preparation meets opportunity. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't, I was talking to someone else about this, man. I don't think you want to necessarily, I don't like the idea of saying it's luck. It's not be- luck is fake. That's why I said preparation meets, meets opportunity. Up, right. It's, yeah. I think like, cause Joe, uh, my buddy nuts was telling me, uh, he's recently, been kicking it with some people again he was kind of like on isolation island with the whole pandemic and shit and he was telling me he was just having these experiences and he was like dude it's so crazy that like his one of our good buddies uh jeff has been sober for a hot minute my name's jeff uh (laughs) he jefe uh he was good friends with nuts nuts's sister was trying to get sober she nuts got her in contact with jeff who took her to bottom feeders right which yeah. I, I think you've been before way back I in the day. I think so. Uh, and then went to Bottom Feeders. That's where she went, and she got sober a year before Nuts did. And then when she was sober and Nuts was trying to get sober, she brought Nuts to Bottom Feeders where he met me. And then when he met me, then we became friends. And then I went and worked for Danny, and then I introduced Danny to Nuts, and then they get married. And then they – and he just was, like, telling me this thing, and the whole time I'm eating up, I'm like – yeah, dude. And he was like, it's like so many coincidences. I was like, no, I think that like when we align ourselves with the right fucking like way of living and like the right path and that like we're following intuition and that we're like living to good purpose and all the, th- all the fucking woo woo things we talk about or whatever that like, that's what's right. And that's what I think it would always be. I think yeah. that's like really literally those, that this insane like flow can always be there. Like the God run never has to stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those coincidences. Cause we've experienced that fucking since you've been here. Yeah. Just too many fucking like insanely unique and intricate things that have happened out of the fucking blue that just lead to like this, like these beautiful experiences where it just seems like, damn, I couldn't have made any other step or movement or setting. It's just like, it's all just, or it, and sometimes it thinks it's like, it's that simulation shit where it's like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. happening, you <laughs> yeah. know, and it's like, whoa. But other times we know the experience of the flip side where it's like it's not the simulation because it's like all shit all the time. Yeah. And it's really just us pulling yeah. the fucking world down on our fucking heads. So 
when in this movie, so she came, that girl came to the door. Is she part of the three? Yeah. Yeah, she is. And wasn't she like pregnant or something? No. Or she was just like, can I use your phone or? No, she said, is Tamara home? And then she's like, nah, bitch, you got the wrong house. And then she's like, okay. And then 10 minutes later, she knocks again. And she's like, is Tamara home? <laughs> and then she's like, <gasps> and she's like, yeah, something's fishy. Right. Yeah. I and homeboy went to go to the store. Okay, so he did He did leave. Yeah. And, of course, she's smoking Marb Lights, dude. Let's go. Poser. No, that's my mom's, like, Marble cigarette Lights, of dog. the world. Yeah. Diet Coke and Marb Lights. I started on Ultra Lights, bro. Stealing you them really? from my friend's mom. No shit? Yeah. I think that's a rite of passage. <laughs> I think that's totally a rite of passage. <laughs> I would never yeah, smoke my mom's cigarettes, though. 16 years old. Oh. Really fucking just, like, creeps out of the corner. Such a good mask. It is. It really is. Like Squid Games was awesome, but I feel like, like the guy, there was like too masky, it's too corporate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too mainstream. Yeah, bro. but like looking at this mask and it's like a knapsack with like just this cool frowny face and it's like doesn't fit perfectly and it's not all like plastic or or cast iron or anything. It's just it's a fucking knapsack with a a spooky ass face on it. Yeah, and they don't talk. They don't at all. No, really? until the end. Oh, when they're they're giving the rundown yeah. and everything. Uh, Shake was like his Tamra home. That's about it. What's what's Halloween like on the island? Uh, usually the streets fucking flood, like Waikiki, just like floods with people in costumes. Seriously? Yeah, and people just bar hop. It's like, oh, okay, like Halloween, but like okay, like I guess let me ask this: What's October in Halloween season and autumn like? It's in like Hawaii? walking through a festival, like on Halloween. Seriously? Yeah, it's no like the shit. streets are like that. Dude, are it's there pumpkins nuts. and stuff? Everyone's in Halloween costumes. I mean, no, I'm talking like weeks before, you know, out here, oh, like during the holiday. Yeah, season. just like during um, the, the, the October kind of spooky season. Is it like do you get the vibe of it or is just bro, like, that's like Halloween say, hits? That's like saying what's Christmas like in Hawaii? You know, there's I no, know that too. there's no snow. I mean, there's no like specific fall, like leaves fall year round on certain trees, you know, like some. You trees, mean the flowers because they're just everything's flowers that too. <laughs> leaves also fall, but. Bird shit falls more than leaves do. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's that's why they're saying like they don't have seasons. Yeah, it's true during the weather, but also like it's hard to feel like Christmas is Christmas or Halloween's Halloween until right. the day of when you're either partying or you're dressed up. You know what I mean? Cause do they go surfing in costumes? <clears throat> I'm sure people do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah it's yeah. a stupid question. Of yeah, course they do. Some motherfuckers be doing that shit. That's crazy. Yeah, it's literally, it's just like. The streets of Seattle, you know what I mean? Like when yeah. you're in Waikiki during yeah. a holiday, the hill, the it's hill the same thing. Is it? yeah, yeah, that weekend. It's just warmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. I bet that'd be nice as <laughs> There's fuck. still crazy motherfuckers running around in Spider-Man suits, like <laughs> giving people a ride on bicycles and shit, you know? Like right. little fucking whatever they're called, carriages or whatever. Yeah. So why is she so upset? So because they took the fire smoke alarm out? No, they took her, uh, they took her phone. I just they, yeah. Look, phone's <coughs> gone. Still banging on the door. Pretty sure. Yeah, the smoke alarm <sighs> is out. <clears throat> it's definitely one of those movies where you can be like, "What the fuck would you? What, what would I? What would I really do?" Yeah. What would I really do? Would I sit there with a knife in my hand, knowing full well that I'm probably not going to stab anyone, and I would just rock back and forth like this is it? Well, definitely, I would have already <clears throat> known where the gun is <laughs> <laughs> is there a gun in the house yeah okay yeah homeboy grabs it when he comes back and he's like realizes that 
Shit's getting, getting crazy. Yeah. I'm I'm just always been a natural runner. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like yeah. running in the street, yell like where are the neighbors? Yeah. Hey, I'm getting murdered. Please help me. You know, that was always my thing. Just run. Yeah. And apparently it's like what, two AM right now or something. Sure. Yeah. For sure not. I would have fucking I mean <sighs> Sorry y'all. Um I guess it all depends. The little things like they don't know that they have a vehicle. Like homeboy has a truck, the leader of them, the guy. Oh, do they? He has a truck. Yeah. Oh. That guy. That would fucking freak me and out. And she dude. can't really run, run. You know what I mean? Because no, not being <laughs> sexist, but like females can never run in horror movies. Like they in just the never mo- make right. it out. And I think maybe I've seen one or two where they're like, they got some good sprinting going on. Yeah. But, but every time I have like a, I haven't had one in a while. They have a really arm army run. A very army, like yeah. not army, like the yeah. military, but like choose arms the worst out places to hide. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even the guys though, they choose the worst places to hide. But I have night. I've had nightmares where fucking, it seems like I can't run fast. You ever notice Dude, that? Dude, have you like ever you had a dream where you can't run. hit someone? Yeah, it That's just feels like you're dream. swinging super slow, but you're swinging oh, as hard as you can. It's Dude, the I worst feeling that. in the world. Dude, it, and it, it comes it, like it just seems it comes in weird times in my life. Maybe it's like I'm super aggro. Madison has this like dream dream dictionary kind of like looking up kind of thing. Yeah, which was funny because I for fuck what was it like. A year, I would say, I was having dreams of uh, animals biting me. Yeah. And, like, Loki would, like, wake up and be like, the beavers, the beavers are biting me. <laughs> or it just, like, so many different animals. would. And then uh, she looked it up, and I think it was, like, something that, like, my animal instinct, like, my my primal, like, animal the instinct. spirit animal. Something was wanting to come out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so or it was, like, this repression, which was a fucking trip. Uh and so, but like, I wonder what the the not being able to punch in dreams is, or like not being able to utilize that, or or what that is. Yeah, I don't know. Punch, run, see. I've had ones where my vision, I just can't see shit. Yeah. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? Yeah, dude. Have you? Yeah, I was. I only had it one time. Me too. It was during. It was terrifying. Christmas, bro. Really? Yeah, like I was Cramp- sleeping. Krampus on was the- coming to visit you, bro. No, I was. Grandpa was sleeping like in the bed, and I was on the floor because we we. Oh, packed, this like, when you were six- a kid? No, this was probably like. Uh, Did you say grandpa? Yeah, yeah. I said Krampus. Oh no, you grandpa. know Krampus, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. love dark shit, yeah. Yeah. No, fucking. This was probably like. Uh, seven years ago. Okay. Maybe. Right before I got sober the first time. Okay. And I was like laying there on the ground. So we packed like six deep in my auntie's house for Christmas and yeah. maybe more, six, seven, eight, whatever. And uh, totally just laying there and I'm like half asleep or about ready to fall asleep. And I just like feel like this, like a little bit of pressure on my chest. And I hear this like super deep, like humming. It was like almost like oh. you know what I mean it was like it was like very ambient and I was like what the fuck and I yeah, tried like, to be I, a sick song <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, hey can I get that like, listen bro yeah, let me get that sample let me get that sample cuz <laughs> I, lo- I tried to look over and I couldn't move my head or my body I was just like and I tried fucking talking and I, I couldn't breathe fucking what? I couldn't talk like couldn't do nothing yeah. That's what were you afraid or was it just like No, it was just weird. You were just locked up but you didn't see anything. So no, you know, there's like see the sleep anything. paralysis demons. Yeah, I just heard it. 
like me and my sleep paralysis demon playing Call of Duty at night or something, <laughs> just stupid shit like that. No, I just seen those. I had I, the one I had, dude. It was like I woke up and I was because I I am naturally predisposed to night terrors. I think it was just because like traumatic childhood, fucking abuse, like crazy, like just really unsafe living environments at yeah. times. That like I would always like even now like I wake up like ah! <laughs> like if someone wakes me up bro. <laughs> and I'm like if I'm in a good one and like fucking it just any little thing I'll just ah! and then I like look up and, I'm like, ah! and I just go right back to sleep. <laughs> but like so I I have a predisposition to like night terrors type deal, especially when I used to be sick. I would get like really bad night terrors. But the one time I had sleep paralysis. I was, it was just me. I was just, it was when I was, I'm living alone and I'm like in my bed and I looked down at the end of the foot of my bed and there was just this like <laughs> fucking thing, <laughs> like a little creepy fucking like energy thing. And it was just like, <laughs> and I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like just, and, and again, like I said, I'm by myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just your feet in the dark. Like probably <laughs> dude. Oh my God. One time. The first time I ever took Adderall was when I was dating Cassidy, but way back in the day, I was in like high school and remember Wassel, right? Dude, why does that? The, oh, the test. Wassel, bro, dude, <laughs> that name, dude. Oh, trauma, trauma. Uh, so I, I, I was like, I don't know why. I just, I, I got some Adderall. It was the first time I took some Adderall, and I stayed up the whole night before on the Adderall, and uh. I remember going to school delirious as fuck and I was like would fall asleep and would like jump around because I was just had sleep deprivation from the the Adderall that like I would skip around the classroom like I would literally like fall asleep and wake up and I'd be on the other side of the classroom which just was like skipping around in my head and it was crazy Mr. Bright was the guy that was uh running it and he he was just like on my ass he's wake up Tanner wake up and all freaked out (laughs) that night I went home and I was sleeping, and Cassidy had a dog named Camera, and it was a little uh, pug. Yeah, right. I love pugs. This do- this pug was really sweet. Camera was cool, and uh, but I was at my house, and I wake up, and I look down at the end of the bed, and Camera's like <laughs> eating my feet, like chewing on my feet, and I was like, Cammy, what the fuck, Camera, what the fuck, ah! like, like like freaking out, and then all of a sudden like, I kind of like snap out of it, and. It was I was hallucinating that her dog was eating my feet from the sleep deprivation. The so like fuck? similar kind of thing where it's like you wake up and this thing's going. So it could have been my feet, but like ever since then I was like I really don't want to fucking have night terrors ever again. Yeah. They're so fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Just or sleep deep. paralysis and the sleep paralysis. Deep. Have you ever like? Uh, I think Madison told me I explained what I've done in dreams and like the experiences I've had. I think she said it was like astral projection. She said she's done it one time, but like, have you ever, like, can you fly in your dreams? Have you ever flown? Yes. You have? Yes. I've also like had like lucid dreams where that's, maybe that's I what I realized where I'm dreaming and I can do whatever I want. That's usually what I pick to do is fly. Right. I'll be like, oh shit, I'm dreaming. And then I'm like, yeah, so that's what it is. That's I'll what she's talking about. Lucid dreaming where like, you have oh, control shit. of your dreams. Yeah, but you have to realize you're dreaming first and that means you have to be dreaming it's like long enough inception. or remember your dreams because it's super weird because there was a period in my life where I could I would dream like 
I would remember my dreams every night. And yeah. I would wake up and I'd be like, oh, fuck a dream. And I would realize that I was in my dreams almost every night. And I would really? do it. But then I feel like it was, I don't know, within the last few years, probably the, since the most recent time I've been sober, I haven't been able to remember too many of my dreams, especially like while I'm dreaming. I'll just go to sleep and fucking wake up, you know right. what I mean? Like however many hours later. And you kind of have that residual feeling that you know you dreamed. Yeah, like no, you, I mean, you, you have dreams every night. Yeah. You just don't remember them. Really? But yeah, yeah. See, I feel like supposedly. I don't. Yeah. I do have these weird like pre-sleep thought explorations yeah. or memory explorations, yeah. you know, where I just time travel from like 7 to 15 to yeah. 21 to and just all these different awkward or crazy things or traumatic things, whatever. But like it's crazy with my dreams because if I have a vivid dream, I remember it all. Yeah. Like I can wake up and throughout the entire day, I can yeah. recall it for a Same. certain amount of time. So I'm never like unclear on it unless it's one of those dreams that are so fucking wacky yeah. and trippy that it's like, you just couldn't explain it anyway. Yeah. It's like a DMT trip. Like you just don't fucking know. I have a fucking trippy one. Yeah. I fucking had. Yeah. It was, I, I was on acid in the dream in the dream okay yeah, i was on acid in the dream this was like a few months ago really yeah, i was on acid in the dream and i was with some people we were in this high rise probably like 30 stories up and there was still more stories above us <clears throat> and i feel like the fucking the building the floor right underneath us like one of the floors so yeah started just falling in and people just started falling in it and then i was running and the people i was with were running and the whole floor was like full of people so there was a bunch of people there everyone started running and splitting and more and more of the floor kept caving in huh. and we had to run and we ran to the edge where the glass was you know cliff of building whatever right and we had to fucking run and jump to the next building, no. bro. Like some Fast and the Furious 8 shit. You know Fast what I mean? Like to the, to the next Parkour. fucking thing, you know? And we fucking land on the roof of that building. And it turns into spaghetti. No, no, no. <laughs> Everybody lands on that. Four or five people, whoever I was with, we land on the roof of the next building over. And somebody, somebody else was already on that roof. And they were like, Dude, what are you doing here? And I was like, <laughs> this what? Is our roof. And then, no, no, he was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you fucking died, bro. And he showed me his phone, dude. He showed me his phone, and it was a, it was the POV of him filming from the roof of us jumping out of that window and falling to the ground no, to our like deaths, bro. Make it. Yeah. And then he was like, "Yeah, dude." Yeah, and he was like, "You're crazy. dead right like, now." So am I. And I was <laughs> like, "What?" It was like, "What?" And he was like, "Dude, you're just because it kind of goes hand in hand with my my beliefs in death is that the uh, DMT is releasing your brain and you yeah. technically don't know you died. Well, you that's not just, even a belief. That's fact. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean? happens. But your, your brain floods exactly it with self exactly. with DMT. But that's why they say your whole life flashes before common your eyes. Denominator, common denominator of people will be like, "You fucking you die." Right. And you float into the fucking sky and go to heaven sure. or you sink into the floor. You know what I mean? Which but I think I think that's people are getting farther and farther away from that yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah they're, they're but do you know anything about near death experiences? Yeah, hundred percent. Right. So the whole idea I had sepsis, bro. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had a blood disease, dude. Uh blood illness. No, so like I was watching this documentary and this chick, uh I talked about this on the the old podcast with Joe and I. This chick 
bro, she was canoeing or river raft, white rafting, rafting, but yeah, like yeah, in yeah. a single thing, you know? What is that? Is I mean, if you're in a is that right? If you're like rafting in a river that's gnarly river like that, it's still white water rafting. But you're like, just what's alone, the right? fucking kayaking? vessel? Kayaking, yeah. extreme, extreme kayaking. She she was in some fucking she's doing like the white person thing where she goes to some crazy like you know, you know tropical place like Cambodia yeah. or something and is hitting the waters yeah. and whatever is being white in a river <laughs> somewhere <laughs> where she should not be being white in. It's being a privileged. Yeah, privileged white person kayaking. And uh, she hit this fat uh, waterfall, and she got pinned. Fucking like her back was to the to the kayak, and her chest was on the rock floor, pinned like sandwiched. Because the water down. was hitting it. So yeah, it was keeping her yeah. down, right? So it was coming down. The pressure was keeping her yeah. down. Her back was broken instantly. Oh. And she was down there for like thirty-seven minutes. What, bro? Fucking died. Like dirt nap died, drowned, back was broken, like live uh, to all sorts of internal organ failure. She's on the bottom of this. They found her like 37 minutes later down the river, dead in a doornail hole. Everything was distended. Her shit was swollen. Like she was dead, bro. Yeah. Take her out of the fucking river. An hour to the ambulance, right? Hop in the ambulance. Another hour to the hospital, deader than a doornail, and when they get to the fucking hospital, they fucking resuscitate her. What? And she comes back like, dog, I got a story for you. <laughs> <laughs> She's and, like, yo, I met Tupac. Dude, and then, and then, but here's, this is why, why I kind of say that, though, is because I think that it, when you, when you talk to people that are sold at the near-death experiences are spiritual, Right. Yeah, they're yeah. like it was they're like nor most of them are like I was surrounded by love and comfort. Yeah. And I saw friends and not a lot of them really speak of it as if, as if heaven. Mm -hmm. But they say like I just there was has an overwhelming sensation of comfort and love yeah. safety. Uh, There's always like a loved one who is saying like it's all it's all good. Yeah. We're straight. You're going to be good when the time comes. But your time's not now kind of thing. And then uh there's like this there's never really this like 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 i said heavenly or like a religious kind of like a god yeah, kind of thing yeah, yeah. it's more of just energy and feeling yeah. but i think that like in those moments when your brain does flood with the dmt you know the brain's not perfect our bodies aren't perfect so like there's probably a baseline where your body's like we're dying mm -hmm. especially your brain it's like this is it and they'll flood it but your body's still probably operating and that's why a lot of times like you'll get brain damage and you'll be a vegetable, but your body is still fucking going, right? Because mm -hmm. your brain's really sensitive. I think that, like, people have that DM, that the world's most intense DMT trip. And I don't, have you ever done DMT? No. So there's there's doing DMT and then there's breaking through, obviously, right? Like mm -hmm. getting into the yeah. other place. I've never broken through where I see, like, the fucking mystical elves and yeah. all the crazy shit, but I have. The chick in the white dress. All the things that, people, you know, the common things that people talk about, which is a whole nother fucking conversation. But I have done way too much DMT for my own good and have broken through to certain planes. And it's just, like, an overwhelming sense of energy and feeling and, like, uh pulsating and just it's just it's just like all feeling dude and like you have the visual shit like i saw like i remember we were smoking dmt out of a, a light bulb me and dylan and 
<laughs> like in uh, Fear and Loathing when he's yeah. sitting there, he's like, <laughs> yeah. smoking out a light bulb. Uh, and what was funny is like we didn't know how to do it because we didn't know it was like a bubble, you know. So what we would do is we would, we we had three points of DMT, which was enough for like twelve people. Oh shit! And the three of us were smoking it, <laughs> <laughs> and I was on house arrest. So literally, I was smoking it because I was afraid that I was gonna get super high and run away. Like, ah, and freak out and bounce. Yeah. So I, I was smoking it with my back to my door in my bedroom. Jordan was on the bed. Dylan was on the ground. We started smoking it. And what we would do is we would vaporize it. So we'd melt. It melts down like meth. Like, yeah. it's like crystal and then goes to vapor and then goes to smoke. Or crystal, liquid, vapor. And we would we would get fill it up with the, the smoke. And then we would shove a pen, like a, a hollowed out like Tudor type pen, into it and suck it up. And the first couple times it, it didn't really hit, but then like then we were like, okay, we kind of got it down and just put all the points in it and just fucking roasted it. And I'm telling you, like, I took this hit, fucking fat ass hit of DMT, and I hold it in, and all of a sudden like I start, I like I slide down the door, and once my head like bunks the wall, the entire wall turns into just pure energy, like a lava lamp type fucking flow and wiggle yeah and in that fucking wall of energy all of like uh these faces started kind of like coming out (laughs) i saw the i saw satan i saw i saw the devil i didn't see god i saw the devil come out and he was just like and then he went back in (laughs) and i was like and then i was watching this wall and i was feeling this wall and i was like holy shit and then i was like you know this is too much and i look over and dylan's looking at his hands (laughs) and his fingers are going but i'm watching him watch that because he's looking at his hand and his fingers (laughs) were going super long and back and then i look at jordan and george's like his hands are on his head he's like and uh i think coda may may have been there too like coda was just chilling because he just witnessed all the you guys are fucking weird you guys are high as fuck (laughs) but like i think that was that dennis yeah always sunny it is he's the friend you don't oh, remember so this part? No. Bro, he gets his fucking face blasted. He was actually in a movie. Yeah. So this was before he was a failed actor on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's now just some of the most iconic memes of 2020, 2021. Yeah, he gets his fucking face blown on with a wow. shotgun. Uh, by his friend. What? His homie yeah. kills him in this? Snuffs yeah. him? Because he thinks that it's one of the fucking people that are fucking with him. In the house, and he walks up. Oh, like they took their mask off, but he doesn't probably know immediately. No, he just fucking watch right here. He's got a funny shaped head. Whoa, the mask. Yep. I think so. When when those when we die and our brain floods and we it's full of that DMT, but we can come back. That's when people are like. And maybe that's where the idea of like heaven came from. Was oh like, yeah, the dying and like positive like good conscious or yeah. dying and negative conscious like sure. if you know you're a piece of shit dude and you have like this all this guilt on you and you yeah. die you're not gonna have like a good trip you know what i mean it, oh, fucking okay right you know? yeah then, that's that makes a lot of sense same thing with dmt and maybe that's why they're like live the dreaming, good measure live exactly good because when you go out and your final fucking blast off exactly is gonna be good or bad and that's how you live that's crazy and then the dude. eternity the eternity is the no concept of time that you have in that trip when because you're dreaming 
your DMT is released when you're dreaming too, yeah, obviously. It, but yeah, it, you have no it? concept of time when you're dreaming. Think about it. There's really no start don't. to your dream. Yeah, you and really there's don't. no end to your dream. You really do just get dropped into it exactly. and then you just drop right out of exactly. it. Exactly. Uh that's so crazy, dude. That idea that like, cause, so when Madison and I went to Honey Hole, right? Uh, we were talking about. I was like kind of talking about my dad a little bit, and uh, like if I would ever reconcile with him or you know make. Pretty much, I told her I was like, I was like, check it out. I'm probably never gonna have a relationship with my dad ever again because yeah. that's my decision, and I think that's what's safest for me and healthiest for me, and like I'm perfectly content with that. But I said, if when the time comes when he's on his like deathbed, like he's dying, yeah. right? like we know he's not going to make it through the night or whatever. And he's like conscious and lucid, and, like, but it's just, he's not doing good, which there was a couple hit and miss times like that last couple of years. I told her, I was like, I would go down and I'd, I'd allow, I would, I would go down and I would give him the opportunity to say whatever he needs to say to get off, to clear his fucking conscience, yeah. you know, because like you like that idea of living a life that he had, he's just not the fucking, he's not a good fucking person, right? He's yeah. lived a really brutal life and he's hurt a lot of people. And he's never really like repented for that, I guess you could say, which is a horrible word. It's like really cr- <laughs> religious. Repent. Yeah. But like, he's never really fucking like been like, yo, I was wrong or yeah. anything that like imagine living that life. You hear a lot of times that like before people die, they, they get really like, they start confessing shit. That's why confession is. They're like, I did this and I fucked my wife's dog and I just fucking, I don't know. And, you know, I ran over that guy that one time and I really didn't fucking mean to, but fuck, you know, and they just start spitting out there because, yeah. and that's in a lot of, in, in, you know, uh, religion, they say live the good measure. Cause so when you die, you go to heaven. And that's so crazy how you said it. Like, yeah, if you live a good life, when you die, you'll have a good trip. Yeah. You know, I've never necessarily, I've never had like a bad, bad trip yeah, when it comes neither. to hallucinogens. Me neither. I think, Just paranoia, really. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, people are looking at me. Like, I've had intense weird. trips. Like yeah. my last time on acid was not like fun. It was, yeah. it was by myself and I was like sick, you know, I was really going through it. But I never had like a bad trip because I don't think that, like you and I both were ever bad people that lived like fucked up dark lives where we wanted to hurt people. Yeah, and, like, exactly. But like we just were sick. But like what wonder what like what's the line there what what is it like what life can you really live where you know that at the end your trip's going to be good or what would happen maybe and then the bad trip's hell and the good trip's heaven i think it ultimately comes down to like if you can wholeheartedly forgive yourself like for shit that you thought was bad or people thought was bad and that told you that it was bad that you fucked up you know what i mean like I don't know if I fucking stole 20 bucks from my mom and like, I fucking cleared it up with her. Yeah. Like I'm not going to feel that guilt. You right. know what I mean? But if I killed someone and nobody knew about it mm. and I couldn't like, you know, shit like yeah. that, you know, then you're, that's always going to be on your fucking mind. Oh, that's such you know? a good argument, dude. Or just there, like that the line's different for everyone. Right. Like, it's going to be different for everyone. Well, because morals are different. You know what I'm exactly, saying? Like, exactly. Like yeah. some people have no problem killing other people, you know? Maybe yeah. they're not, they don't feel like guilt. Right. You know, but you know what I've been doing lately, uh, on this, the tip of like, cause I've, you know, I've, I've told you a bunch of times, like I'm on this, like I'm on a good one right now and like life's really fucking great. Yeah. And then I just feel connected and I feel inspired and it just like feels really great. Something I started doing to try and cultivate that, especially with like intuition and having like just good experiences again and trying to just get back on the beam and the flow of life is I would like, uh, I would, <laughs> so like sometimes I would leave Fred's shit, right? Like yeah. for a while there I was like, 
if I didn't have a bag or whatever, or I just really did, it was raining. <laughs> I don't know. I just get a little lazy, and it, and it was Rain. eating me up. So what I start doing now is every time he fucking shits, and I don't, I'll like not want to pick it up. I'll He's be gotta like, hold the bag to his butthole. Dude. Fuck, that's so <laughs> wrong, dude. He would be like, "What the fuck?" No, I say, uh, "I say, I want to have a spiritual experience," and I go, "Yeah, yeah I've noticed up. that." Yeah, you, you, you've heard you me say me. that. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm like, nah, dude. I want. <laughs> You're like, what would I do for a spiritual experience? Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, and bro, it's it's something that's like, it fucking it really it helps, man. Yeah, it helps. Same shit with fucking picking up Gabrielle on the side of the road. Yeah, that was that was that is like I was like I was driving and I was fucking uh, just like I said, I was like just sending shout outs to Space Daddy and was yeah. just kind of checking in and because literally it was just like a time I was like taking that time that I had alone to like fucking just get right, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Normally I'll like meditate or do other things. And I was praying. I was like praying for a spiritual experience. Dog. I was throwing shout outs to Space Daddy. I was like, yo, dog, like, you know, give me something to do. Like, fucking yeah. I want to be of service. Pull over. Ooh, got to help somebody. Fucking pick up I guess I kind of want to tell Now we just tell what happened Because it's kind of trippy A little bit uh, So Just I pick up a stranger And it ended up being A really cool experience And uh, Just just a cool person And It ended up being Just yeah A really cool experience uh, I won't go into detail Or anything like that But it was fun And uh, It's just Those are those things That like to your point of just everyone's lives are different and everyone uh the morals are different and how they live and like one person's worst thing they could ever do is like yeah murder which is kind of dark like murdering a stranger in a knife fight on a boat in the middle of the ocean one time because whatever or uh maybe the worst thing someone ever did was like they ate fucking yogurt pretzels out of the uh (laughs) trash can (laughs) (laughs) no you know this is funny that's funny i say that because for like two weeks straight, a couple of years ago, after I'd work out, I would go down to, uh, oh, she just cracked her shit. Ouch. You, like you said, not good runners. Yep. Like, can't I run without you, tripping dude. on something, dude. <laughs> like, come on. Like, look. Look at where you're running. <laughs> uh, I would go down after the gym, and I'd walk into the, pret- the yogurt pretzel bin, and I'd grab a handful. And I always, every time I'd do it, I was like, just a sample. <laughs> just a sample. <laughs> just a sample. And I'd eat it. And and, and I, I would tell myself, I'm just sampling it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just check it out. <laughs> I've sampled it how many times? Right. Now? And over two weeks, I realized that I had sampled like two pounds <laughs> of these fucking pretzels. And I and I caught myself and I, and I was like, damn, I low-key just like stole all these pretzels. And I had to go and fucking pay for what I did. Yeah. And it was just like, because those are those things where it's like, damn. And in many ways, like, if you can look perspective wise, like that was like the worst thing that I was doing <laughs> in that in that moment. And that yeah. could be someone's like, you're going to hell type thing yeah. or not, or you're gonna have the bad trip. You're I stealing, like, you're going to hell. I like, maybe it's just because like we're worked out and like we're just like, we're like new age hippies in many ways. Like we're just like the cool dudes that did all the drugs and you know whatever. <laughs> like we're just like those guys. But like I like the idea. I don't know something about not heaven and hell but good trip or bad trip is just like really fucking cool to me yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. instead of saying like oh you live a good life you go to heaven live a bad life you go to hell being like live a good life you'll have the good trip you'll have a good trip bro. live the bad life you'll have the bad trip, yeah, have bad trip. Yeah. that's so fucking funny yeah i've thought about like that for a long time right what so what i didn't ask you this on the last one i want to ask you on this one you don't have to talk about it much but like uh like 
I don't remember you ever being like on the Satanist tip, like like or just 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 in that. And I know some of it's like dark humor more than anything of just like whatever. But like when we were growing up, that was, it was never a vibe. When did that? When did that come about? That kind of like perspective of like this last time I got sober. Really? Yeah. What was it? What, what did you have the traditional like? Oh, fucking god, and you know. I've always been like fuck God. Yeah. But, I mean. I think I was originally I was like just like everyone else and was your not, mom religious? Kind of, no, not really. Okay. No. Um a majority of my family, yes. Uh, my mom no. Oh, those are the Trumpers? Uh yeah. Actually. Um but not my president. <laughs> not my president. Not my president. <laughs> no, but this last time I got sober, I guess I just I I looked more into it. I mean, I've always been into like dark shit and stuff, you know, and right. fucking whatever. But I looked more into it and like what what Satanism meant. And by no means am I like a practicing Devout, Satanist, right. you know. I don't. We don't sacrifice there. children. <laughs> we do not sacrifice children. We do not sacrifice <laughs> women. But I looked. And we more have into a good time. I resonated with the tenets. Like it was. What other tenets? Can you tell me some? I I don't li- I can't wow. like okay. you off so, the top of my head. Poser, but <laughs> Satan pissed. For life. No, but um, fucking, it's basically it's like, based on self. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 I so know. I know. That I know what I know. What I know. You're yeah, the center of your self. own universe. Yes. You, know you are I mean? God. Yeah, and it's still like fucking. Don't hurt people. Don't right. do it's, wrong by people. Yes. And if you do, make up for that. You know what I mean? Like sure. make your amends. Make shit amends. Like that. Yeah. And. It fucking reminded me a lot about the program and just like, oh, yeah, sure. Being a good person, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it kind of, it didn't grow my hate towards Christianity, but it grew my understanding of Christianity more when somebody told me they were like, Christians will, like, Christians are the most dangerous people because they'll fucking do whatever they want, good or bad. And if it's bad, God they don't care away. because they can ask for forgiveness and it's washed away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's uh, it's really interesting you say that because like in Christian science, uh, there's like they don't have they don't have like the Bible or anything. It's I think they I, I'm sure they may reference the Bible or whatever. But uh, this the woman that founded it, Mary Baker Eddy, she wrote this book that was like uh, health and science. That's like their yeah shit. I have it over there. It's actually like tidbits of it's tidbits of like shit like there's little bars in there that are actually sick and one of them that i read was like she had this theory on like the the idea of what audible prayer versus inaudible prayer of like and and try and hear me out on this on like outside of what prayer means like prayer to god but just in the way that like she's like People think that just because they're saying a prayer or, or praying about this thing and asking for forgiveness and saying it, that, like, that's the slate cleaner. You're just saying it, right? Like, yeah. like oh, I'm just praying. But what she said is, is, like, inaudible intention is more powerful than audible exactly. prayer. Right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. that the idea that, like, I can say, please relieve me of self or fucking allow me to be of purpose or whatever. But if I don't have that intention in line in me, and that's where I draw the line on like when it comes to the fucking the Christian, all powerful, almighty, like pulling the strings, fucking controlling everything type deal. Cause it's like, 
I can I can ask for guidance or strength or courage, but if I don't have the intention to follow through with it in my own human existence, in my own self, it'll never fucking link up. Like there's exactly. no magic wand that's going to exactly. wave and I'll just, you know, like so w- when I read that, it really fucking hit me because it was like that's what I saw wrong, like you just said with that shit. It was like People will go buck for six fucking days and yeah. do some horrid shit to people and, and then really just fucking Bethany will go to confession and, and show like, up. Yeah. Well, yeah. confession is Catholicism, but yeah, like <laughs> they'll, they'll show up to church on Sunday and they think like I've, they're good. I've yeah. been redeemed. <laughs> I've been cleansed. And now I can go to the Piggly Wiggly and call that lady a cunt because she didn't bag my shit double bag or whatever. You exactly. know, it's like. I I do that. I never fucking really vibe with that shit because it's just like me there. It's toxic. And well, and it's like there's no accountability. Like there's no accountability. Yeah, and it's it's just like toxic to be around. It it is. It really okay. Yeah, people now who I can be yeah. like you know what I mean. People who can be like that and yeah. not like see a problem. It is kind of dangerous, you know? right? Yeah, because it's like. Well, I got God. Yeah. I got God. And there definitely are Christians out there. They're who, good people. Exactly. Well, that's my auntie. Yeah. Yeah. That's my auntie. She's a fucking savage. She's cool as fuck. Yeah. And and again, her lifestyle, being a Christian scientist, the Christian scientists got kicked off right around when AA did. So okay. so she, my auntie actually said something funny. She was like, yeah, Bill Bill W. like took, took a lot of shit, referenced a lot of stuff from yeah. Christian science. Uh and because when I'll me and my auntie will be talking, she'll be talking through the lens of Christian Science, and I'll be talking lens through the lens of the program, and it's the same thing. Yeah, and it's just oh, that's how her and I were able to really get to a common ground of like, because I thought oh well she's she's super religious, so she goes about shit in all these different ways and has these wacky beliefs, but then when I started getting more involved and having my experiences and like staying sober and like and like just growing and changing. I would start talking to her about things and she'd be like, Oh yeah, for sure. Like me too. Or, and, and we would vibe on shit and actually relate, but just through two different experiences. Cause mine was never through the church. I didn't have the, like a God fucking like that, you know? Yeah. But I did have some sort of semblance of purpose and, and service and good measure and trying to, you know, help people. And so did she, but just through two different lanes that resonated really well. And so that's just cool. When you say that you saw like a lot of things in Satanism that were, alignable to what you were being told you needed yeah right or like that like a lifestyle that you think was conducive to having a spiritual experience for sure i wish you were more heavy into it what satanism yeah so you can give me the rundown we're (laughs) having satanism podcast it's like atheist i have a goat being delivered tomorrow around like what do you mean noon i'm getting a goat delivered yeah for a sacrifice yeah we don't sacrifice (laughs) children i'm just fucking with you you don't sacrifice no i was gonna say two things um one, if we can find another word for inaudible prayer, I'll use that word. Second, <sighs> yeah. Did I, I ever tell intention. you? Did I ever tell you? It's a good word for it. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that another reason why a main reason, also, other than it keeping me sober, another reason why I fuck with AA is because of the culty vibes. Sure. I love cults. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 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 I get that. I mean. Yeah, no, for sure. They, what do they say? They say it's like the 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 nicest cult ever, or something like that, or like the, whatever. It's like the not cult. <laughs> you can f- come and go. Yeah, like the, the freest the, the, cult. Yeah, dude, you know? and no one's gonna try and yeah. fuck your wife unless it's like <laughs> exactly yeah. unless your sponsor's like, hey, dude, uh, how how far do you want to go for spiritual <laughs> experience? <laughs> 
dude, just get out, man. You ever fucking find yourself signing a waiver and you're in a place and you guys have got all the same outfit and someone's talking about Gorg is that coming is down. That is not AA. Well, it's not AA, but also if he's like, yeah, bud, here's your fucking Pumas. Uh, here's your tracksuit. Uh, here's your special juice. And your where's prison, your wife? Prison issue bands. Like, hey, man, where's your wife at? <laughs> where's your mom at? Uh, then no, that's when you got to get out. Fucking, I don't know. I don't think intention is a good word for an audible prayer. But you know that's I mean? that's what that's that's the like whole if I was essence saying of it, it in a sentence. Like if I was, oh yeah, I was praying inaudibly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so you were thinking you it. You need a verb for it. Uh that's that's what I'm looking for. Huh? We can make it up. We can. We we're gonna have to make one up. Wonder what that would be. Like inaudible. Say, I, I was the word prayer just makes me cringe so no, i get much, that you know but like I mean? do you pray but i do do the inaudible ones where i fucking where you're it's not like even talking. having to say anything it's exactly. just that intention it's not talking that out loud it's yeah. just talking to myself see how that's crazy it's like, how you resonate with that yeah no 100 percent. it's a trip yeah because like there are times where like like i will do the whole like fucking stop <laughs> it's me again it's me. <laughs> <laughs> hope you're listening hey uh, buddy hope you find your dad yeah. <laughs> like I'll I'll do that just because like in many ways fundamentally it's it's more structured for me to be able to like you know yeah uh, and do what's funny is I used to I used to pray when I first like like two three years in I would be like dear God <laughs> thank you the end no no <laughs> no I'd be like thank you so much for the trials and tribulations I would I sound like a fucking Southern Baptist like I was like all for your all your trials and tribulations that you've provided me <laughs> with and growth and thank you for everything you might give and take away amen I would, and i would just people would be like what the fuck are you doing dude but like it's it just changes and but now most of the time if i'm like getting quiet and i'm like really trying to her mask is good too in this uh if i'm really trying to like if i'm going through it or i'm trying to give thanks i'm sometimes don't even need to say anything it's, yeah. it's that thing it's like i feel it I feel a lot of times it's like with gratitude, especially based on just like the experience I've had with Madison is like there are times when she will leave uh, from us hanging out and just like having a good experience with each other. And I'll just like and won't nec- I won't have to sit there and like say anything, but it's just that 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 gratitude and the, the thankfulness that I'm having in that moment w- is just all fucking visceral and that like not a single word needs to be said to know that like what the energy I'm putting out into the fucking universe is and yeah. what I'm sending to fucking space daddy. That's like not a single word. And then other times when I'm not most of the time when I'm not having a visceral experience, uh, that's when I need to have the words. Right. Cause then that's what I mean by like fundamentally that's where it helps. Cause I'm not always inspired. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I'm not always inspired. And also I like, I'm not a huge, when, it, when I'm going through it, I'm not the type of person that's like, Oh, like, Please help me stop going through, you know, stop going through it or whatever. You know, like it's 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 never felt right to me uh, to do that kind of shit. But do you uh, are you vocal of that in the rooms? Like when you when you talk about it, like I mean, say tech, like say a sponsee or something like that. Do you speak about Satanism in in a way of like that's like how I get down, or is it more of like kind of vague of just like I mean, yeah, people dude. who fuck with me know, right? You know, but. <clears throat> Anyone uh, that goes to the beach with you knows. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I just I tell them the same thing that I was told. You know what I mean? You can believe yeah. in whatever you want to believe in. Yeah. I mean, it's not 
a religious program, yeah. even though it may seem like it sometimes, right. or some of the same words are used. Sure. It, it, whatever works for you works for you. Do you think you'll ever get like more involved or like more up on like 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 become more red on Satanism and more like not like full like like because you can also go full blown Satanism just like you can go full blown Christian or whatever you know what I'm saying where it's like you yeah. you become a zealot or you become you know indoctrinated into this like crazy but like do you think you'll ever because because let me ask you another question a two part question question one that but question two what does it mean to you if I'm like to perfect and enlarge your spiritual life. Like, what would that, what, what, is, what when I say that, like, what, what comes up for you? Or, like, what, what would you... To perfect and enlarge my spiritual life? Yeah. In terms of... Wait, what aspect your of it? life. You just just, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, doing things differently? Well, or well, no, just the way I think? So, because that's, like, that's a template that we talk about with, like, in, in the work we do, right? Is, like someone who fails to perfect in a larger spiritual life will seem to drink and boom, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. So just that phrase, but now take that phrase out, that sentence out of the context of like, I just want to be the best person I could be. Right. You know what and, I mean? That's, so, that's what I feel like perfecting is as long as I can keep doing better. There's yeah. no such thing as perfect ultimately. So right. like, as long as I continue to do better and reduce the amount of guilt I have, even fucking just, throwing a piece of fucking trash on the street. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like but. those deadbeat moments. Like <laughs> I guess what I mean to like, so I'll answer it to perfect and enlarge the spiritual life for me. It just means that like my perspective has always been is that like, I was given this fish tank, you know, like the little bowls. Yeah. You buy the fish in. Yeah. That's like where I started out in and I was like a really little fish. Right. And so like that bowl that I was plopped into the very first time was more than enough space for me to actually have a lot of growth in. Mm -hmm. But then eventually like I become like, that fish tank's tiny. Like I'm a big fish in that fish tank and I need to get a fucking terrarium or aquarium or whatever the fuck it is. And I need to get a bigger fish tank and a bigger fish tank. So like for me, when I think of that, that's kind of how I view it is like at a certain point, normally when like my life gets stagnant or I'm feeling like run down or I'm feeling like things are hard and heavy and I'm not in the flow or whatever. Yeah. It normally means that like, I'm probably feeling as if I'm a pretty big fish, you know, and my tank hasn't really gotten bigger. And so that's when I'll like, for me, it's like, I'll read a new fucking type of like the, the Christian science book I read because yeah. I was just like, I want to have a spiritual experience and yeah. maybe I'll find one. And <laughs> Dude, dog, I've read books where literally one sentence out of like 300 pages popped out. And I'm like, why the fuck did I just read this? But that one sentence yeah. hit me and it changed my perspective on something or, yeah. or I implemented it into like the way I live. And so I guess that is what I mean by fundamentally. Like you say, obviously, you want to be a better person. You want to grow. You want to do that kind of shit. But, like, is there, like, a fundamental – like, do you ever find yourself, like – because you're not a big meditator. Not really, no. Right? I got a sentence for you. Or it's more of a paragraph that stuck out to me of a book. It was actually a book about Satanism. Really? Yeah, it was cool. Uh, it was – oh, fuck. I was, it was called, like – I just ended my meditation streak. Of a hundred and like twenty three days, I just Damn. I forgot to meditate today. Damn, I was going through it. <laughs> I was tired as fuck. It was a book. One hundred twenty three like days. That was, that was self love, something like that. Like self love, the the book of ecstasy or some shit. And it had a bath med on the front of it, so I got it. And so you were like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it said, may may the idea of God perish, and with it women. Have they not both made me f appear clownish? Let there be no mistake. Purity and innocence is simplicity. Happiness is wisdom. 
what is simple has no duality. Okay, read it again. Okay. May the idea of God perish, and with it women. Have they not both made me appear clownish? Let there be no mistake. Purity and innocence is simplicity. Happiness is wisdom. What is simple has no duality. Ah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. That's one sentence. Well, that's like a small <laughs> paragraph. <laughs> that's a long <laughs> What's your sentence? May the idea of God perish. <laughs> <laughs> that's your sentence. That's what I thought usually Facts. you wrote in six sentence. Facts. And then you have a paragraph. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but... Uh, I mean, that's just an example of something that stood where, out. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean? okay, exactly. In a book. Like, I read the whole book. Right, and, and that I hit was you. like, I took a picture of that fucking right. paragraph, you know? And I was then like, you hang on to that. That's hard. <laughs> I was like, you're like Tinder bio, what's yeah, up? <laughs> that's kind of sick, dude. So, like... Uh, yeah, that whole idea of just like you find that, and so that's why that really it's like you like you. People are so concerned about God. People are so concerned about women. They're talking about man, you know, but people are so concerned about women, and it's like have they not made us both, you know, appear clownish? Like worry about yourself. Uh, huh. It was it was a good book. It was a good read. Yeah. No, I, I mean regardless, right now, like I'm reading fucking like shit about what pop magic and random shit like that and fucking psychedelic consciousness i like reading shit like that you know what i mean so I i'm not gonna read no fucking like vampire diaries type shit i'd rather you, watch that kind of shit you know what i mean <laughs> you're about to knock vampires diaries and then you fucking <laughs> then like, like but yeah, i would watch, watch that, that i mean i would watch it yeah but. well i don't like reading that kind of stuff i like reading stuff that is gonna like Perfect and enlarged. Expand my yeah, brain. It, not and like, that's for you, know. you not being a very, like, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say you're not a spiritual person, but you don't speak on the woo woo very often. You're very more, like, pragmatic or, like, fundamental of, like, yes. So, are these kids Mormons? Yes. And they're walking by the murder house? Yes. Do they see the dead bodies? They're about to. You guys want to see some dead bodies? They're the ones that call the cops. Hey, kids, you like violence? I bet they fucking. They stop leaving. Motherfuckers got, drive right, by them. Right. And they stop. They're like, what's up? This movie is pretty short. This is like a full podcast. Uh, How long have we been on here for? Fuck, I hope not like three it's hours. It's probably being an hour and a half, dude. No. Not th- yeah, about an hour and a half. 71 minutes. We got until like 90 minutes. Uh, I don't remember this part. What do they do? You answered my question without. Oh, no. Oh, they're, they're not. Christians. Yeah, they're Christians. Can I have one? He's like, See, they're oh. trying to repent, bro. They just killed these motherfuckers, and they're like, "Yo, where's your service?" You hear him? He's like, "Are you a sinner?" It's like, "Yes, I'm a sinner." Did he say that's that? That's a tattoo. I want. Yeah, he said, "Are you a sinner?" It's like we're all sinners. You fucking creep. Give me the pamphlet. <laughs> that kid's name is fucking Bruce. That kid's Garrett for sure. Garrett, <laughs> you hand out your pamphlets. Frosted tips. Uh. You answered my question without answering my question. Like, you answered it because that's exactly what I was wondering. Is like, it doesn't matter if it's a meditation book or if it's a book on fucking pagan rituals. It's at certain points, are you trying to expand your perspective? 100% or, all the time. Yeah, or fundamentals of how. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so yeah. That's, that's where, that's that's really where cool. Satanism came in, too. Like, I expanded my perspective on life, how it should be lived. People always ask me if I was religious. I just said no. I didn't really have something that I resonated to until I looked into Satanism. Right. You know what I mean? And then right. I was like, dude, these fucking, you know, seven tenets, which is basically like the 10 commandments of, you know, the Bible, or yeah. whatever, but seven tenets is like, 
it seems so much more logical to live your life by that than it does to fucking follow a God that oh, may or may not be real. Thing, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, <clears throat> and God, you know, Christianity, this stuff, there's, it's like a figure, you know, there's something, there's a it's deity a or supposedly thing, tangible yeah. thing. The almighty, but, the yeah, alpha, but Satanism, no, there's no, there's no thing. There's no guy calling the shots. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think if, if outside of the, you know, the whole like fucking devil, devil worshipers, and, oh, wow, Satan. you know, that whole vibe that like. And that's what was important to me to have Nathan on because when you think of atheists, when people just like in the, the, oh my God, she wakes up. Does she live? She's Is that alive. the second one? She's not in the second one. But like, oh, weird. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Like there's so much stigma on that, but like I think anything, if you just fucking have a little bit of open mind, anything, dude. Anything you just like you don't I used to be so fucking rigid bro and so dismissive and so like no hard no like this is the thing yeah and like I've really I try really hard to come away from that because I think it's just it closes out new experiences and shit but also on the flip side it can be really scary like you know crazy shit you know whatever you open yourself up you might fuck around you know uh stub your toe a bit but uh I think with like Satanism or atheism, I just see it like I want to view it objectively. And when I started doing that, I was like and lit talking to people and not this like weird skewed like, you know, looking to be like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot, yeah. you know, or you're oh, yeah, you're stupid or following those like those mainstream narratives. And it's like, I think, yeah, if anyone were to able to like look at it objectively and be like, just kick it. That's why I say, like, tell me what you like about it. Tell me with anything. That's why I love this podcast. Like, tell me what you love about this. Because if I think it it translates better to people and it's able to like relate better and to like emphasize better, empathize better when it's coming from a place of love or passion. Yeah. And so it's like you when you presented me to dubstep, it wasn't I did not like dubstep. And when I saw your passion of it and your love for it and it like landed with me, it was so easy for me to fucking get on board yeah. or like and that can go ad infinitum with any type of fucking scenario. I think if more people were able to like live in that and be willing to be like, yo, like I may not fuck with Satanism, but I'm willing to like see it through your lens mm -hmm. and remove my fucking prejudgments. And maybe at the end of it, I'm still going to be like, nah, that was, you know, nah, but you can have that with mine and that alone, there might be something in there where you can have that new experience to be like, huh? Interesting. Like yeah. I didn't know, like I yeah. didn't know that, with Satanism, when I started looking into it, I was like, yeah, oh yeah, like it's it's based on self, but it's all about it's all hella posy. Yeah, it's a lot of posy shit. Yeah, it's all about being a good person. It's misunderstood. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, exactly, and so I think those are the kind of cool things that like you know obviously th this conversation here isn't gonna like fucking revolutionize Satanism <laughs> around the world or whatever, but it does start a way where. And I'm sure you're mindful of like like how you present Satanism. You know, I know at times when you know, yeah. hail Satan and shit like that, it can be off putting to people, whatever. <laughs> what? But I'm also sure if someone was like, like what I just did, yo, give me the rundown of it, or why do you love it, or like yeah. why do you fuck with it, you're gonna. If someone heard you say, oh, because it actually gives me a good format to be a good person, because that's what I really want to be as a good person, <laughs> it would totally change their perspective. Yeah, but I could, I could have explained that the same way I explained it to you to 
20 different people and probably 15 of them would have been like, Oh, it makes you feel like a good person. Yeah. You're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you know what eat I mean? Babies. Yeah, yeah. Like people are going to, a lot of people are stuck in their ways and they don't plan on expanding their mind. Totally. Just not not open-minded to begin with. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's just like anything, you know what I mean? It's like some listen, some people listen to Ariana Grande and some people don't. It's like, they're just not gonna cross that barrier and give it a chance. What or a something wild like that. fucking I know, but I don't know why I looked at that tag right there and i saw I know it doesn't say ariana but <laughs> dude it looks like, so i was like i don't know ariana Grande. Oh, the orange lady you know who that is uh that is that talking about dreams that uh other things sick that is my boy jordan he writes except that's his grandma that came to him in his dream that's tight right that's kind of creepy she, she looks like have you ever seen green inferno no that gives me like Green Inferno vibes. She looks like she's like in a tribe, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow we have to watch. Uh, we have to watch Red State. Okay, I'm down. We'll watch Red State, yeah. and then what was the other movie we were gonna watch? Uh. Oh, Funny Games. Funny Games. We're gonna watch Red State and Funny Games tomorrow. Funny Games, Red State. When okay. we're we're tapping yeah. and everything. But we'll watch. Tap party. We'll watch. All day. We'll watch Funny Games. We'll watch funny games when fucking uh, Kieran Mask come over to do tattoos. Okay. We'll watch Red State when Joe's here. Okay. Yeah, because I think Red State's – funny games is more fucked up, but Red State's like uh, more buck. Funny. It's funny. Well, well, no, funny games is not funny at all. No, Red State's funny. Red State has some has some hilarity in it, but it's just pretty fucking intense. And yeah. it's like just kind of a shitty movie, but it's like brutal. Like there's a lot of – it's like gory. Funny games is more just like Red angry. State is gory. Yeah, for real. Motherfuckers getting who directed that? Kevin Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Smith. James Kevin Smith whatever. Yeah, okay. I know, right? So you don't think a of that. Gory mo- Kevin Smith directed. Yeah. Gory so uh, wow. yeah, we'll we'll wrap this Shout up. We Kevin just got done with the movie. Uh, I didn't watch a single lick of it because I was just talking to <laughs> Bailey about a bunch of cool shit. No, man. Uh, I love you to death, buddy. I don't. Th- this may be the last podcast. Maybe we can squeeze one out tomorrow. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll maybe see. A little shorty, maybe or something. Yeah, I was fucking around. These are fun. Uh, put the movies on. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you as always. And oh, you, he, Bailey did the Space Daddy on me uh, officially, which is just so. F- Do you know? Did I ever tell you how I came up with that? Space Daddy. Yeah. I don't think so. So, so, so I started referring to my belief. And like what I, it just came to me for a long time was God. I would say God, but I'd say God of my understanding. Right. And then the last year or so when I've had this new experience of like trying to get back to my own intuitive self and, and just like grow and, and kind of just move on and just fucking have a new experience, fucking live life and just rip it. Uh, space daddy kept coming up in my mind, like space daddy, space daddy, space daddy. <laughs> I don't know why I was just like I'd refer I was, you know just space daddy it just it just seemed super fitting super well uh super relevant and so uh I had mentioned to Madison a couple times just you know space daddy this space daddy that whatever just when I'm rambling and on the way back from Portland we were talking about uh all sorts of fucking shit because we just talk about everything uh we were but like she had mentioned we were talking about tattoos and she was like oh you should get the you know like traditional jesus 
portrait kind of fucking crying Jesus. What would it be considered? What's the image? Crying Jesus. Crying Jesus, right? Yeah, crying because Jesus. She's like really sick. I don't know if she said like on your hand or on. I think that's when she was gassing me up on like I should get like yeah. that yeah. shit. She was yeah. <laughs> 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 just uh, be one of the suicide she's like, boys, she's please. like, you know what? Just like down the down the the cheek and then just like maybe be on the neck and a scythe and and you know just like above the eyebrow a bit and then hands and yeah. So funny, so cute. Just a couple. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> just to start it off. And you're only thirty, so it's okay. Well, there's time. There's plenty of time. Uh and and but then like she had mentioned that I was like, Yeah, but like I was like, Yeah, I, that is a good, like solid and I know people that have that like on their hands and shit that's like super dope. I think uh this dude has the devil on one hand and yeah, like yeah. I like that kind of thing. Yeah. That's really cool. But then I was like, you know what would be sick is if we fucking did the silhouette of you know like what you did yeah. of, the, of the the fucking crying Jesus, but then did the galaxy in the face to represent fucking space daddy, and it just like clicked and she was like oh that sounds kind of cool, literally hit you up like a day or two later, bro maybe even on the trip back, and you by yeah after I remember the next day, I had because we were talking about tattoos and you come in and you showed me the flash sheet and then you sent me that. I sent it to her. I was like, dude, check this out. <laughs> and she was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. And then, you know, she said, was I, I, when I sent her the picture, she was like, that's, that might be my favorite tattoo of yours. <laughs> right. Tight. I said space wizard still might have it. Cause that's just fucking hard. Yeah. But, yeah. but of yours that you've done on me, hands down, this is top three favorite tattoos of all time on my yeah. body. But the, of what you've done, cause you've done fucking sick ass ones. The Sasquatch was my original favorite. And then the uh, dumpster fire was my second favorite of yours, but and, and the shark is super sick and the the blast over is super sick. But now this is by far the dopest fucking tattoo you've ever done on me, and very well could be my favorite. Uh, we gotta see how it fucking heals, but like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, you just you were fucking incredible, bro. Like watching you work and watching you fucking, it was so. I would have been so stressed going through the fucking thorns. Yeah. You didn't flinch. Yeah. I would have been, I was stressed watching. There's like no space to work. Oh no. And, and if you like it, once you hit a line, you may lose three lines in that and you just kind of, kind of go. Yeah. And and it has so much movement in it. So yeah. you're crossing shit in. And if you look at it, it doesn't seem clunky or like, it's just like, it's, it has really good movement, really good shape. You lined it really well. Like with the shading skin tone, bro. That's the secret dude. Yeah. And like, it was incredible to watch you fucking flow. Uh, and at the end of it, I was like, that's fucking perfect. And I sent it to Madison. I sent it to a couple, you know, my mom said, she was like, uh, I don't get it. I like the mushrooms better. And I was like, this is why I can't tell you things, mom. Jesus. I like uh, the mushrooms better. but just you're, you're fucking, you're a legend, man. And like already three years in, you're doing such quality work where literally every person you tattoo, they're like, I want to get another one, which is like. I mean, you just had an experience where you, you probably weren't like, oh, I want to go get another one yeah. from this guy. You're like, this is fucking horrible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I've had those experiences too. But like you, it literally makes me fucking, I'm like, oh yeah, let's do another one tomorrow. Yeah. You know, you did what? You did the daddy, the dumpster fire, space daddy, and mushrooms. the mushrooms, right? Fucking, I don't even feel like I've gotten tattooed. It's just, it's just really cool, <laughs> man. It's like, it's uh. It's I'm so proud of you and and do them I, all and they're all healed by the time I leave. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, yes. Two weeks. I will say I just want I'm gonna hand you one last flower, 
that when you first started, when I got back from Hawaii and, and I had learned that you were like scratching and stuff and I was talking to Jameson and I was like, dude, this kid is such a fucking talented artist and he's so passionate and he's so like, he's just fucking good that I was like, if he fucking like, if he chooses to go down the path the right way, you know, like, like you don't just keep yeah. scratching, but yeah. if, if he goes the legit way and apprentices and does that, I was like, he's going to be a fucking savage. So like, he's going to be a savage. And I was like, I really hope he fucking does that. So I wasn't sure yet. You weren't even sure yet. You yeah. were just scratching. It wasn't yeah. even a thing, but I was like hyped on it that I was like, Oh my God, he actually might do it. And then from that to now seeing that I'm not saying like, Oh, I knew I was going to be right or whatever, but I'm just saying, it's so fucking it's validating to me f- that you are so good because I was like so hype hyped on you. Yeah. That, like I called it from the jump that like if he fucking just hunkers down and gives his all on this and like goes in because I know when you're sold on something like you immerse yourself in it that like you you were gonna be incredible and you are. It wasn't a letdown. Yeah. You uh you you just you're an amazing dude. I love you to death. And I've had a really great time. Even Maybe though I'm exhausted, I can't wait for you to go home so I can like <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking just vibe out and be you know what I really appreciate most about living alone or or and especially like because I can walk around naked when fucking Madison's here. That's like totally yeah, fine. Yeah. And I can like piss with the door open and everything like that. But like I can't walk around naked when you're here. I'm sure I could, but it'd be kind of awkward. Like I was thinking about today when I was t- just being like, yeah. fucking dick away, bro. Yeah, seriously. I, I didn't. And there were times where I would go to walk out to go sleepy or something. And I had to catch myself and have to go put shorts on. Cause I just didn't want to like free dick past you, you know, even again, still, I, I don't think it'd be an issue, but like, I just, I can't, I was like, oh man, I really appreciate being able to scur- scamper around my house. I just can trigger ass. some sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> um, what if, what if you woke, you were having a sleep paralysis thing <laughs> and woke up and, and you're just, and fucking it was me fucking naked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually me just fucking with you. You were just stuck. Like, <laughs> just like my little pud was just like fucking out. Dude, just, I don't know. <laughs> oh dude. Uh, yeah. I love you to death, man. And I, and I hope you had fun. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I was uh, that fun when I come here. I, like, it's cool when you come here because I, I never feel like you need to be entertained. Yeah. So we just do what we literally have done our whole friendship. Yeah. Just, I mean, this is home, you know, yeah, I'm not exactly. playing tourists really whenever I come. Exactly. Here, so I think not. a true vacation is just literally like just chilling yeah. and, and relaxing and doing shit as it comes. Like we went to Zed's dead. We went to fucking fun yeah. case. Like we'll do those things. And hopefully in December there's more shows. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, uh, and it just it, it you're just really easy dude you're really easy to like the love you're easy to uh like coexist with and i i mean it that like if you know just shit works out and then like uh you come back you know you're always gonna have a home with me but like i would fucking you know like i told madison i was like if i was a fucking bachelor dude and wasn't doing anything and just like it kind of worked out that way that i was just like alone I would live with you. And I told you that too. I was like, I'd live with, I would buy a house with you. Yeah. I, I, would, I would, we, I would live in, and I don't want to live with anybody. I don't fuck with that at yeah. all anymore. <laughs> That's how uh, Tate is, bro. He's yeah. like, dude, I don't want, he's like, you're the only one. That yeah. I would live with, yeah. I would live with Madison and I'd live with you. Yeah. Because you both are just so fucking easy yeah. to coexist with. And like, uh, it would just, it's just a no brainer. You know what I'm saying? But then anybody else, dude, I'm like, fuck that. Fuck that. I'd rather live in a box by myself, $600, and like this. On Skid Row. Yeah, share space with a quote unquote roommate. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. nah, dude. Uh, but yeah, I just, you're, you're the best, dude. I can't wait for you to, uh, can't wait for you to move back whenever that may be. Yeah. I know I pressed your line on it, but uh, yeah, you're, you're always welcome here, dude. So I love you, man. Love you too, dog.
All right, guys, this is another episode of the Bailey and Tanner Have Too Much Fun podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. All 22 of you to listen to the last fucking Bailey episode, you pieces of shit. I need you to listen to more. Uh, no, it, it's always a blast, <laughs> and I don't really care how many people listen because if someone giggles uh, and, and enjoys themselves from our conversations, that's all I'm doing it for. And uh, I'm going to say goodbye, Madison, because I think she might be listening. I love you very much. You're awesome. And uh, I can't wait to see you again sometime. Okay. All right, guys. Take it Peace. easy. Love you. Bye.